0: Thanks for tuning in to today's strong session. 10 to 15 minutes of content designed to help you become the very best version of yourself. This series of quick and informal sessions are intended to help you eat smarter, train more effectively, perform better, and live happier. We hope you enjoy.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Strong Sessions. I'm your host, Pat Gates, sitting here with Mark Bottenhorn.
0: Hey, what's going on?
1: How's everything down there in Dallas, my man?
0: It is hot. It is very hot. I'm getting ready to go for my second run of the day here in a few minutes. And it is 87 degrees and cloudy, which has been by far the coolest it has been since I've been here. So I'm looking
1: forward to it. That's great. It's good. It's good weather, though.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: So, Marco, what do you have on the agenda for today's Strong Session?
0: You know, I get frequently asked this by, you know, the athletes that I coach, uh, people on Instagram and things like that. And the big thing is, um, should I speed up my easy runs to run a better marathon or a better 5K or even a better mile? And that is something I'm asked a lot. So I thought we should touch on it today. For sure. And the answer.
1: Yeah. So yeah. what about easy runs?
0: Well, the answer is no, no, you shouldn't probably speed up realistically. I mean, that's pretty rare. I think most times people's coaches are telling them to slow down on their easy runs. Um, and anecdotally it's worked really well for me, as we know, like that last buildup leading up to the North country trail, 50 mile, uh, yep. included me running a lot slower at times. And it was really successful. I ran faster than I ever was. I set a 10 K PR, um, in a tempo run leading up to a 50 mile race, not even in 5k, 10 K shape, So, I mean, that wasn't the only thing, but that was a big part of it. Uh, So anecdotally speaking, it's brought me a lot of success, but even, I mean, it's, it's backed by science and, um, it's, it's really, um, easy to think. Like if I want to run a, let's say three hour marathon, then all of my easy runs should be at three hour marathon, basically. I never run 26 miles in my easy runs. Right. Well, that right that's not the case. I think, um, running slower, you know, between 60 and 70%, uh, you know, at 60 to 70% effort, you know, maybe 60 to 70% of your 5k effort, for example, um, would be a good range to be in. Um, and for somebody that's like a, let's just say a round number of 20 minute flat in the 5k that's equivalent, you know, maybe to anywhere between 745 and 845, um, and that's when you're going to get the most the most bang for your buck on the easy runs. Of course, you have to do VO2 max workouts. Of course, you have to do, um, you know, threshold and steady state runs. But they should be the the minority the minority of what you're doing, and the majority of it, eighty percent or so, should come from these easy runs. Um, you know, there's three big reasons. Uh, you know, there's three big okay. physiological adaptations that happen. I should say.
1: Um, okay. In these
0: easy runs, right? So. First, the first thing you can think of is every race from the mile up is primarily aerobic in nature, not anaerobic. So, uh, spending most of your time in the aerobic zone would make a lot of sense in, in a physiological sense. Uh, so, like the mile is eighty percent aerobic, twenty percent anaerobic, and the marathon is about ninety-seven plus percent, you know, aerobic. So, there's a very, yeah. very minute anaerobic uh, area to the marathon. So it's it's not really effective to do too much anaerobic work naturally. Um, it's still important, but it's not, it's not required. Uh, the biggest thing is your body has become more efficient at, at breaking down carbohydrate and fat, uh, to energy during sustained aerobic efforts like the marathon, like an ultra marathon, like a 5k. Um, and these slow and easy runs effectively increase the, the size, um, and content of mitochondrial density within your muscle cells. Uh, mitochondria is really important um, because obviously it pretty much is fueled by oxygen and is the power in which your muscles perform um, Two, you know, capillary density. Is always improving in your body when you're forcing it to make aerobic adaptations, you need to be running easy to, to improve the capillary density in your body. So what that will do is we'll create more capillaries basically in all your muscles and it will power your muscles with more blood, more oxygen, and it will clear waste product faster. Both of those are really effective, especially in a five K if you're thinking about lactate and things like that. Um, the ability to clear that faster is, is really important. So even in the five K it's very important. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the final thing is myoglobin increases. And for people, you know, like I'm not a scientist, but I mean, I, I do have some understanding of this and myoglobin just pretty much binds to oxygen and effectively you can think of it as like force feeding the oxygen to the, to the mitochondria, uh, within. Right. The so just, right.
1: So you're just producing more energy then.
0: Yeah. It's it allows you to produce more energy and run more efficiently and to fuel yourself more efficiently during these runs, uh, from glycogen or fat or whatever it may be. Um, and basically more cellular energy or more mitochondria equals more cellular energy and, uh, the ability to, to run faster. So it seems largely counterproductive to run slow, but it couldn't be the opposite. Now, if you go away from the scientific standpoint, another thing that's really important is, is the fact that if you're running not at your threshold pace, but not at your easy pace, you're spending a lot of time, not strengthening either, either zone. Right. And Mm -hmm. you're effectively in a state of aerobic or anaerobic limbo where you're not, doing much good either way and then you know you're not being as efficient as you can because you're not in these zones primarily but then you're also not recovering as well as you should because you're running too fast so it really decreases your ability to improve your mileage or improve your volume or increase any of that um it hinders your recovery it doesn't allow you to run fast on your fast days when you should run fast so that's why i think you should keep the easy days easy and then really hammer on the, on the hard days that you're supposed to and yeah, but what about
1: what about on days if like on my easy days I feel real good? How come I'm how come I can't run faster on my easy days if I'm feeling really good?
0: Well, you I mean you could run faster. Um the the thing is I think if I think that it comes down to discipline because there are days when I feel really good and I'd love to just go out and run six twenty pace and or six fifteen pace and it feels really easy, but it's not really necessary for what I'm doing. Um so I think some of it's discipline like you can go out and run faster and the occasional faster run isn't going to hurt you. Um, but it's not going to be as effective as, as just doing what's prescribed. I think that's always what's best for the most part. Right. Yeah. So I think too many people we see they or, or too often people fall into that between ground where they're not really improving uh, the areas that they need to be improving. Um, and it's really common among runners um, who are maybe new to it or anything like that. And it's hard to take that advice. Like if, if somebody who's a, maybe a good runner or a really good coach is telling you just slow it down, those easy runs you Don't care, whatever it may be, but right. 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 years of practical application. And so it's really important to do that. You know, I work with a lot of OCR racers. A lot of them are elite. A lot of them, you know, qualified for world championships uh, just recently. And, the biggest thing that happens when they come to me is they try to hammer every run all the time. And board is really high intense with a lot of VO two max, but it's when we slow them down, improve their mileage, increase their mileage, um, you know, and maybe hit that 75, 25 or 80, 80, 20 or 85, 15 uh, mark with easy runs to harder effort. And you see them start to explode and improve. And the amount, the amount of OCR, you know, specific runners that that we've had success with in that capacity is, is huge. So I I think the evidence is in the pudding right there, you know, proofs in the pudding for sure. So I think, you know, that's the biggest, that's one of the most common questions I'm asked uh, by my athletes is, should I be running faster or I want to increase my easy run pace? And truth is you don't need to. And to be honest, it shouldn't be so much focused on pace. It, it should be focused on effort and the effort should be easy and conversational. And when the majority of your runs are easy and conversational, and then you sprinkle in hard efforts that are strategically timed and constructively planned. I think that's when you're going to get the most effective uh, workout, but all too often we see people run themselves into a hole because they're running every Their easy runs too hard. And I used to do it too.
1: Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it's kind of easy to kind of fall into you know, just going out and like trying to improve your, improve your time by just like, you know, trying to run faster, but that's not going to be the, the best case.
0: Yeah. We live in a society where, in pretty much every aspect of life, we think more is better. And it's right. rarely often the case. A lot of times less is more. Um, so the quickest way to get hurt, to get injured, um, to be unhappy, burnt out and unfulfilled in your running is to run too hard too often. And the best way to succeed is improvements and adaptations over time, because in endurance sports specifically, nothing comes overnight. I mean, in any sport, you're not going to get overnight, but the way in which the aerobic system works is you will not gain overnight. It's not, we're looking for instant gratification. So keep that in mind that you're in it for the long haul. It's, it's literally a marathon, not a sprint,
1: you know? Yep. Yep. You got to have that patience. I know, uh, sometimes I lack patience, but it's good to get in that mindset of, you know, slowing things down when you need to.
0: Yeah. And I think so so many great athletes lack patience. I think it just (laughs) is the trait that makes them one of the traits that maybe make them great athletes, but at the same time, um, developing patience is an important factor in, in determining your athletic success. So be patient, slow it down, enjoy the process, And keep it easy, for the most part, is my advice.
1: Yep, and then you'll start to see your improvements right from there. Awesome.
0: All right, everybody. Stay strong.